To answer is human. To question is divine. Welcome to the world of the Hidden Gateway, an exhilarating podcast exploring the concepts humans have been struggling with since the dawn of existence, such as, who are we? Is there such a thing as good and evil, or are they arbitrary constructs? Does the paranormal exist? How can we evolve to a higher state? Can our mind influence what we term as reality? Providing a transcendental approach, combined with hard-nosed humanistic analysis, we invite you on a journey to question your worldview in this theater of life. Join our host, Justin Williams, as he explores the outer realms of faith, the supernatural, human potential, and even our concepts of the universal creator with a fascinating array of guests. This is the unseen world, magical, mysterious, and mystical, where your only limitation is your imagination. This is The Hidden Gateway. Hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of The Hidden Gateway Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Williams. Today we have a great guest. It's a guy who I found out about not too long ago and has been uh, following him and listening to a lot of his podcasts. He is Dan from the Cosmic Keys podcast. And uh, the Cosmic Keys podcast, uh, in my words, is a show that provides spirit-based conversations with some of today's top spiritual thinkers. Dan, welcome to the Hidden Gateway podcast. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to chat today and uh see where the conversation goes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, man. So if you could just uh, tell tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, man. I, I'm interested to know uh, how long you've been doing your podcast and how it all came about. And uh, as I just told you before we hit record, man, I just want to let the people know it's a phenomenal podcast. Phenomenal. I, I definitely I highly recommend that, that everybody go check that out. Uh, Dan has a lot of great content uh, to share. So check it out. But uh, yeah, man, just let me know, man. How long have you been doing it? How'd you get started? What's that journey been like? Yeah, it's kind of a wild journey per usual. Um, so I started the show with a co-host back in 2018. Um, <laughs> so I've kind of just been on a very eclectic spiritual path for a while. Um, and I would really attribute my my journey beginning to um, an accident I had. So I, I had a, uh, a snowboarding injury where I broke my neck, broke, broke three vertebrae in my neck. I have like a scar here. Oh yeah. I see that. Um, okay. So that was like kind of like a, tr- a pretty intense experience that really made me um, more, more spiritual, not only because I had to deal with kind of the trauma of it and the repercussions and like the PTSD and the body, the mind body connection, the con- the chronic pain. So um, that kind of opened the floodgates. It was, it wasn't really a near death experience, but it was kind of similar in that it, it just shakes you and you, you ask a lot of questions after something like that. So, um, you know, you're like, well, I'm not paralyzed. What is? What do I do now? Like, so it, it really, in a very intense way, made me more of a seeker, more spiritual, and asking more questions, and also trying to kind of um, connect with God in lots of different ways, like lots and lots of different ways, and to just live a, like a whole wholesome um, life. And I, it just made me, 
it definitely made me kind of cherish life more and try to cherish every day that you have because you never know when you're gonna go or get paralyzed or whatever right um so that's that's kind of how i attribute like how i got into like spiritual things in general and um basically like along my path i tried out a lot of different like esoteric things i did i mean i got because it was a, a physical injury involving my spine yoga really like changed my body and my mind and everything and really opened up a lot to kind of more um more of like the mystical path but also just the mind body uh connection and kind of like the power of your mind and consciousness and stuff so like had i not broken my neck i probably um wouldn't have done yoga and wouldn't have had those experiences and then um just along the way of like trying out a lot of different things and studying a lot of different things i got really sucked into like the western kind of hermetic tradition so like stuff like um astrology alchemy tarot um mm. just like the the western magical tradition kind of and just you know in these times that i was doing all this um i was learning a lot through podcasting you know like i was listening to okay. podcasts um i was listening to all different types of like spiritual podcasts and um got really into astrology at a certain point um along along the same you know journey which was taking place in my 20s mainly i'm 34 now um i got some astrology readings and they really like changed my perception on myself because when you learn your birth chart it kind of okay. unlocks a lot of um it kind of just is your roadmap and you're like these are my this is what i was this is the cards i was dealt um this is how i work through life and so i got introduced to astrology via like astrology readings in chicago um and then along the way, I met my co-host, Scarlett Ravenswood, who was, you know, kind of like a, a pagan, witchy, like, YouTuber and <laughs> Instagram person. And she she was just kind of, like, out there, kind of a public figure in this, like, new age witchy space. And right. we just, we connected. And at the time, we were both living in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And we were just like, you know, it was kind of like I was consuming all this content about spiritual stuff and magical stuff. And like, I was like, this is a real person to talk about it with. And we would just like get, grab coffee and be like, yeah, I listened to this. I read this or whatever. And then we just kind of spontaneously decided to start a show. She was doing like the tarot in the beginning and I was doing like an astrology forecast into it. So the beginning of the show was way more kind of like a cult. Um, and that was at in December of 2018. So we, we started it on um, the, the winter solstice of 2018. And okay. then, so this December 22nd will be the three year anniversary of the show. Um, so I started it with Scarlett, did it for like a full year, give or take, throughout 2019. It was me and her in person in Chicago. I had a very flexible schedule and was 
my lifestyle was way different back then. You know, I was kind of more freelancey and just like artist. I was like uh, doing like a lot of creative projects and putting high priority on those. So like I was kind of, it was kind of a more bohemian time of my life. I would say, you know, I was kind of doing creative stuff, but, but like, I will say it got, it, it got a little chaotic and I got a little fed up with it. And um, in 2019, you know, astrologers in 2018 and 2019 were hyping up 2020 for a long time. Really? Okay. Wow. So here I was just sitting there um, after like a year of putting a lot of work into the podcast and and like a year of uh, kind of an unstable lifestyle. Um, I got kind of really fed up with the city living in Chicago and, you know, all the astrologers were saying in 2020 is going to be a crazy year, crazy alignments, like the, the world is coming to an end, basically. <laughs> um, and I was talking about that all fall and I'm like, shit, do I believe this? Like, like what's going to happen in 2020? Um, and one thing led to another and I ended up kind of packing up and leaving Chicago and I moved to Colorado where I had lived before I went to college out here. Um okay. But it was kind of a big, spontaneous change in life that was guided by astrology. Because, like, wow. January 2020, I just was like, January 2020 is the kickoff of this crazy decade. And I don't want to be in the city anymore. So we did right. the show remotely. COVID unfolded. Um, I had been into conspiracy this whole time too. Like my path was always conspiracy and spirituality. Mm -hmm. And um, this whole 2020, I was just like, this is what I've been studying for since like the 2000s, you know, like um, this is the new world order, basically. This is for real. So I was bringing in the conspiratorial perspective. We were still talking a lot of like witchy and occult stuff. And I was firing out the astrology, getting better at astrology. And then one thing led to another and my co-host Scarlett basically just walked away from the show. She just said, Hey, I want to work on other projects. You can do whatever you want with it. And so, uh, that happened in August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then last fall I re I started season two of okay. the show just by myself. And, um, now it's more focused on me, I guess, um, or not focused on me, but it's, I'm more at the, in the driver's seat. Uh, and it's not a two person show with a co-host. And, um, now where I'm at with the show is I just, I'm still like a spiritual seeker and explorer. My perspective changes a lot. And, but I really just want to, um, have kind of like a truther perspective on what's going on in the world and speak right. out. I just right. want to speak out against what I see is going on that a lot of people don't. Um, right. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. And as we record, I'm coming off of a little break from the show, um, but I have re-recorded some stuff with, with other guests. I just have yet to release it. Um, so I, I guess that's kind of my story, I guess. Got it, man. Got it. Thanks for sharing that. Now, I know you said you started the podcast in 2018. What, what year was the your snowboarding accident? What year did that, did that happen? 
2008. Um, it okay, happened so January 2008. Yeah, so it was a pretty January long to gap. 2008. Okay. Yeah, like I, it happened when I was 20. So I was 20 mm-hmm. in 2000. No, I turned 20 in 2008. Um, and then basically my whole 20s were like the journey in a weird way. It was really kind of messy and uh, mm-hmm. full of lots of like seeking and stuff and like working on myself and trying to to heal, you know. Um, and now I'm kind of just on that path still. Uh, but I would say, I guess I put the tools into action more so. And I am trying to like be more of service, I guess, and try to like help other people. Right. Um, gotcha. And you can use astrology and spiritual stuff to do that for sure. And, um, so yeah. Okay. So accident 2008, you started the podcast in 2018. However, during, sounds like during recovery, you were listening to podcasts and you got into the astrology, et cetera. You learned about your birth chart and you said that your birth chart has kind of been like a guide, mm-hmm. uh, has guided you throughout your life. It was, uh, you know, a tool that you used, if, you, if I'm saying that correctly, that uh, prompted or initiated the move from Illinois to Colorado as well okay now um do you, do you meditate so that was definitely a big part of it um i don't do it consistently but i've had uh this app called insight timer okay that i've used since uh probably like 2013 and that kind of keeps like a record of your meditation time okay and the last time I was meditating, the last time I was meditating a lot was probably. I mean, it's hard to say. It's it's very on and off with me, though. Just kind of like a lot of stuff. Um, but certainly, like I, I've used that app, and I just basically set the timer, and it gives these chimes, and you just kind of meditate. You know, right, for, right. For different periods, I was like getting. Um, it definitely helped. It definitely helps you just kind of um realize like the patterns like if you if like a random thought pops in your head are you having like an imaginary argument with someone in your head like that's what meditation helps me with is just being like stopping and being like where it's put, just putting you more in the driver's seat for sure rather than on autopilot um okay. but i can't say that i've been doing it a ton lately but it's definitely a tool in my toolkit that I just like bust out periodically, I guess. So, Gotcha. Would you say that meditation has had a, a pretty significant impact on your spiritual path and, and you evolving or ascending in, in, in your spiritual life? A, a little bit. Yes. Um, well, I shouldn't say a little bit. It's kind of tricky to say because it's, it's was definitely a huge part of, my twenties, I would say, and kind of like dealing with more of like depression and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I think I'm a little bit less focused on it as of lately, but, um, like I see other things as meditative kind of like, I, I'm kind of more trying to, um, spend time in nature these days and spend time outside and try and just doing activities that kind of put you in the meditative state. Um, okay. and then like 
I, I know that when I have like anxiety and my nervous system is like, like then I'll will meditate. Um, right. It's just, yeah, lately it, lately it, it's been more of like a moving med- meditation, just like physical stuff, I guess that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Now I want to talk to you about uh, astrology uh, yeah. a bit more. If we could get into that, man. I, I mean, I know what it is. I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, but one of the questions I have I have for you, Dan, is um, has anything been going on with the planets uh, over the last 18 months that uh, that aligns with what we've experienced in this world <laughs> over yeah. the last last 18 months? Yeah, there's definitely it's crazy. Yes. Um, so just like a, a general thing with astrology. Um, it's very, it's like a very ancient practice, um, that goes back way, way back. And, um, the, the type of astrology that we know that's like based on dates, you know, so like if you have a birth date, you'll know whether you're a Libra or something. Um, that is based on the seasons. It's not really based on the, the stars themselves. Those, the stars themselves are up there. Uh-huh. But like, say, Cancer is like a little tiny constellation, and then Virgo is stretched way far out. Astrology, to me, is more like g- sacred geometry in action um, mm. with the seasons, because you basically have the 360 degree wheel and the like the four points of the cross um, kind of are set by like math in a way like the, by like the shortest days of the year, the medium days of the year and the longest days of the year. So to me, it's like a practice of like, first of all, it's very mysterious. I don't freaking under, I don't know. how it works. <laughs> um, it's like, and it's something that I also question and all things spiritual, I really question a lot too. Like I was kind of just going down this road, like not questioning anything. And then I recently went through a major, almost like Christian relapse type thing. I don't really, really I don't want to say relapse, but um, I know what you mean though. No. Yeah. And, and like I was raised Catholic and that's totally part of this culture, the world around us just as right. West Christianity. Um, so I question that too. And I, I, I want to hear why the Christians think astrology is good or bad or whatever. Um, but just to get back to like what astrology is, it's basically like um, a, a map with 12 slots in it, very similar to the clock on the wall. So when you're thinking about anything related to astrology, you're picturing this map. It's almost like a game board and the planets do move at a certain speed they go forward at a certain speed, then retrograde at a certain speed. And the ancients um, were able to figure out just the speeds of the planet and just the schedule of it. So you just know by looking at this book, like when will Mercury be at this point of that map, you know? So, um, okay. And then you judge your, your bait. It's basically divination. It's like, um, it's kind of like interpreting omens and um, I, I, like I said, I describe it as this like geometric game board with certain um, certain game pieces are like the planets. And when they are at certain angles to each other or in certain 
zones of the game board, it's kind of like a map that you can expect certain things to happen. And there's, if all these, if all these, if the Zodiac, like the signs of the Zodiac are, um, they're like symbolic, energetic, um, landscapes kind of, and like certain planets rule certain lands, certain planets hate being in certain lands and the lands them the lands i mean they're based off of the seasons of the year so like the symbolism of the zodiac is based on the seasons um and that's another thing of like the way i think it is real is is i was thinking about it today like the the weather is changing now um and i was just literally told today like i always get depressed when the seasons change and it's just like, we're here in this, like in this realm, planet earth. Um, and the, the passing of time and the seasons are like really essential to, I think it's like to just God. It's like the greater, I think um, it, it points to like an intelligent designer. Hmm. And um, interesting. I, and so basically like, um, I see astrology and the studying of this stuff as sort of like understanding bigger cycles of things that are like good or bad. Astrology gives you a very bleak <laughs> like outlook sometimes. Cause you're like, this is bad. It's supposed to be bad. But then it, here on planet earth, it's like, why are, why are things bad? Why are we challenged? <laughs> what happens when life throws you a curveball and d- takes everything is destroyed or everything is ruined. What do you do from there? So it's Mm -hmm. just this weird, like um, it's a tool in my toolkit, basically. Like it gives you the answers when you need them. Like when, like I was kind of telling you um, before we hit record, I was like, yeah, there's been some drama in my life. And like, I tried to stay away from astrology for um, almost a month and a half. I totally ignored it. Totally. I didn't, it was, during that kind of like Christian relapse thing, um, I was being like, I don't want to believe in this. I don't want to think that I'm trapped by the planets or that the planets rule me or whatever. But mm. right on time when um, earlier in this earlier in the year, when I did like a fall forecast, I basically brought up the energies of like last week bleeding into this week um, as just being a highlight, you know, and all this crap happened to me in my personal life. And I'm like, okay, I'm like diagnosing the problem according to the stars. Um, oh, okay. Right, right. And so a lot of the times it's, so astrology is just always happening. Like there's the map that stays still, like the Zodiac is the fixed stars. So like the Zodiac doesn't move, but the planets are always moving like the moon does a loop through the zodiac every month Mm -hmm. Um, the sun does a loop through the zodiac every year okay Um, so like you know there's there's different speeds that these planets are doing and then they all represent different energies and some of them are known as benefic like venus and jupiter are helpful planets jupiter is abundance and expansion venus is love harmony beauty relationships then there's malefic planets like Saturn is a restrictor. Saturn weighs things down, crunches things, restricts mm-hmm. walls and boundaries, divides. 
and mm. Mars, Mars is just like the um, hot, destructive, angry energy that's like a masculine force that um, it's the god of war. So Mars and Saturn are, are here. <laughs> they're just their job is to fuck shit up like constantly. Like they're and um, is that why the the U.S. government? talk about going to Mars for the last several years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's appropriate. And like, so it's, it's a really complex thing. Um, And like I said, I go through, like, it's not my full-time job. I just like, I, I just like got, I started podcasting and it was kind of my parlor trick in a way. It was like, Hey, I'll tell you the astrology of the week before. Um, and it's, but it's more than, I think it's more than just that. I don't necessarily recommend everybody like pay over, pay too much attention to it at all the time or give it too much power. But when life it's there for you, when life throws you a curveball and you need to diagnose a problem, like, right. Like all this, all the drama that happened last week, I was like, okay, that was Mars mercury retrograde and the sun coming together and that mars is war the sun is ego Mm -hmm. mercury is communication it's retrograde it's backwards and it was just this like this big um event that that happened um and now i'm kind of like as the as just a person that knows astrology i'm trying to be like okay I, it's it's normal that this went down. It was almost fated to go down. How do I try to help the person that got hit by it? And how do they learn from it almost? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a weird way that, f- that fate works, I think, um, and karma. That's like a way, these are words you can choose to use with astrology, just like, destiny fate karma your birth chart is um a snapshot of the chart at the moment you were born and that stays with you your whole life Mm. so there's things you can learn about your your destiny or whatever from studying the birth chart too um but yeah with my and with and with like my show and what i've promoting on my show and the things I see happening in the world. I I'm coming out of a very deep Christian relapse and questioning whether I should do any of this stuff. I've come to the conclusion that I sort of need to do this stuff. It's man. I'm so, so happy to hear you say that. Yeah. (laughs) Like seriously. Yeah. I mean, and, but I, I, yeah, it was, it wasn't that dramatic, but I just stopped recording for a minute, you know, and I stopped, I, I straight up said, cause I, for a minute there, I just like, I was sitting down to do the forecast and I was like, I don't believe this. I really, at, there's times when I go through that. I was like, I don't believe, I, I can't say Wednesday is going to be a crazy day according to the planets when I don't mm-hmm. believe that. Um, and that stopped me from doing it for a minute. And I still don't like really know, but I, I feel more like just when people were like saying, Hey, I like hearing you say that, Hey, this came true. That was really helpful. 
Right. I, I guess I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't have to, I don't know if I like be- believe it and I can still kind of just spit out the information. Cause I, I have kind of like a natural ability to read charts kind of. And I'm just like this, it's, I kind of feel like I have a duty to do it more um, okay. as long as I keep it. I mean, I, but I, I really was questioning like, is this valuable or useful or helpful to people or am I just leading them astray and like throwing, like making life more complicated than it needs to be. Cause some people will do that. They'll be like, Oh, Mercury's retrograde. I'm not leaving the house for three weeks. It's like, I know, man. <laughs> I've heard that. so many people talk like that, man. Yeah. Like, look, you have to live your life, you know, regardless of, of what's going on with the, with the planets, just live your life. Yeah. Uh, in, in my, my opinion, you know, everything is, everybody's exactly where they're supposed to be and experience exactly what they're supposed to be experiencing, no matter how good, bad, or ugly it looks. It's just something that we experience, right? And it's up to us to decide what we do with that experience, how we in, ingest that, if you will, and how we uh, make it a part of our lives. Uh, a lot easier said than done, but uh, you know, myself personally, I've been on what I like to call, and I told you before, spiritual journey all my life, but it really intensified over the past 18 months or so. And going yeah. through this journey is no joke, man. People, a lot of people think you go through the spiritual awakening, it's just all this good karma and you're feeling in your, this high vibrating level 24 seven. That has not been my experience. You know, Uh, man, I've been through the dark. I've been through uh, some, some tough times. You go through so many emotions. You have so many thoughts, Um, you know, and I've told people before mine really hit another level when I lived in San Diego. uh, This had to be 2015, 2016. Uh, So going through some things in life and I, I came in for work, sat on my bed, and I talked to God. I just said, I want to know truth. Mm-hmm. I heard, just like I hear you speak, nothing is as it seems, you know? And that just like shook my spirit, man, shook my soul, if you will. And uh, just took me on this path that has been uh, life changing, you know? Uh, so <clears throat> no doubt in my mind that uh, there, there's a divine source, spirit, God, at work in all of our lives, uh, allowing certain things to happen. Uh, for all I know, we are God having a human experience. I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. who knows, man. But um, wow, man, I, I'm, again, I'm glad that you decided to keep stepping forward with the podcast. Um, man, I can't say enough about it. That, that's great. Um, when you talk about um, conspiracy theories, are you, you st- you're still into that as well, yes? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, just uh, like, yeah, I, I always have been, and it was like conspira- conspiratainment kind of, but now I'm, now I feel like I ha- I'm like a news reporter reporting <laughs> real, real time on shit. And I'm not, that's not really all I focus on, but like if there's people listening to me or watch or following me on social media, I'm going to go above and beyond to be like, that's fake. That's fake. That's a lie. They, they did this. They did that. Look at these. Like I, I, I have receipts or I hope I have receipts for a lot of like the crap that's been going on. And, um, it, it's just wild that like, I, like I got into conspiracies when I was a teenager. Um, and like the early internet, you know, like kind of even before YouTube was really big. Um, Mm-hmm. The inter- I've just always been like an, an internet uh, 
kid, I guess. And like, um, all the conspiracy stuff, you know, was building and building and building. But then in 2020, it was just like real time. And, um, so I absolutely have that perspective that, um, there is a new world order that's ready to roll out. It's being rolled out and it's still a clown show. These people are still pathetic. And, um, (laughs) yes, they are. Right. So like, it's, it's, um, it's it's scary on the one hand and that's another that's partially another reason i got sucked into the uh, christian thing for a minute and it, i call it the new age to jesus crowd because there's a lot of people who did this stuff who did the quote unquote new age and they'll give you every reason why it's demonic or why yeah luciferian about why we're in the end times and everything occult, everything new age is basically going to be part of this big book of revelations chain of events. And when I hear that, I'm like, damn, like I need to, I need to stop for a second and investigate a little bit. And, um, so that's another thing that I, and I expect a lot more quote unquote new age people will go through it too, because there's people having these conversion experiences to convert back to christianity or just to christianity for the first time and um i'm not hate like i saw these these conversion experiences where i saw these people were like crying and it seemed real like they had a full-blown conversion and i was standing there kind of like okay it could happen to me like i might have to just renounce everything i've done for the past 10 10 or 12 years or whatever um on my spiritual path and just say oh that's luciferian you know i renounce it and i was like okay it might happen it might it may happen and then i it didn't the conversion didn't happen so Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and then at a certain point i got i got just like too annoyed by the christian people and kind of unfollowed a lot of them (laughs) Uh-huh. But I don't want to just brush them off. And I think the severity of the world around us made me think there might be something there. Um, okay. Just because it seems like we are in the end times. And when they talk about their end times timeline, I'm like, well, if we're living this out, um, you know, will the Antichrist world religion be a new age religion yes i mean i'm not saying any of this is going to happen but that's what sucked me into that rabbit hole you know right right it wasn't just like total bullshit or total like fear-based fear porn or it i was really just questioning a lot of it and my Mm -hmm. perspective now is like the the book of revelation stuff maybe happening like there's been times throughout history where people say it's it this is we're here like every there's people saying that Uh and then you hear the new age just people saying that i'm like what about the people who said that in you know when the protestant revolution happened or happened? what about like so i'm still and i and i just really want to question the i do want to i don't like saying new age anymore because it is kind of bullshit to for the Christians to just 
lump everything into a category, give it the stamp that it's satanic, and then just say, stay away. It's like, we're talking about pre-Christian stuff. We're talking about different cultures, different human experiences. Um, so like, I'm, I'm, but, but the general like 2021 pop spirituality crap, I think there could be some fuckery with that. Like, I, I think <laughs> if it hasn't already happened, like, I think the bad, the bad guys might try to hijack the new, the so-called new age and really make it evil. Cause I, I th- that's the other thing with the, the Christian critique of new age is that there's no good or evil or they say that the new agers say there's no such thing as good and evil. And I, and I've heard that and I've like considered that sort of, and I think if you don't see evil in this world right now, you are not paying attention. So I was like, just saying, saying, yeah, you're not paying attention or you're a part of it. (laughs) That's like the biggest fear is like, am I a part of it? Shit. Mm -hmm. Are demons just speaking through me? Cause I mean, a lot of like a lot of the experiences we have, you kind of like get into the trance state and then you're kind of just like, just like talking. Like sometimes when I'm doing readings like that or doing things that are like psychic channeling, Christians will just say that's all demonic. And I'm just like, I don't want to take it that far, but there is a chance that like people are like, Oh, my spirit guides are saying this or that my spirit guides, my guides. Mm -hmm. I don't think all guides are just like demons, but I do think there's like shit. We don't really know what we're contacting. And it's like, do they have my best interest in mind or, um, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, these are questions I'm asking myself. And if I'm not asking questions, I'm just on autopilot, like doing Mm. this, this thing that may be, I still don't know. I don't know if if everything I, I do is quote unquote Luciferian, you know, that's what Mm -hmm. the Christians would say. Um, but the more I got into Christianity, the more I just saw it as like, um, like I, I think the Bible has like tons of amazing wisdom to offer, but mm-hmm. the the evangelical people who um like they they literally are just like trying very hard. Like they think they call everything selfish, like self work, know <laughs> thyself. It's selfish. They um, sure do. They and sure it's do. Like you're selfish. Like give yourself over to God or give yourself over to Jesus, have that conversion experience and the baptism and you're born. It's very culty. It's like you give up everything to something external from yourself. Right. Their their critique is, well, you're worshiping yourself. If you're a new ager, you're just worshiping yourself. And I'm like, I considered that for a minute. I'm like, am I <laughs> like just <laughs> myself? But now I'm just like, no, I'm like freaking looking at my, I'm looking within for answers. Cause right. like, I, how, like if I, if I, if you were just born on planet earth with no, nothing, no religious or historical or philosophical or cultural things thrown at you, 
what what would you have to work with? You would just look at nature and you would look at the world around you and you would kind of figure right. it out. And right. that's what I'm just trying to do. I'm like, okay, I still like it's changed a lot. It's this journey into the new age to Christian thing is I thought it was a great experience because now I'm just like, okay, I'm new age, but I don't believe that that there's no such thing as good or evil. I do believe in good and evil, and I'm gonna do, be on the good side, like. The shit that's going down in the world is evil, and it is a cult. It's pay. It could be pagan. It could, they could be literally in cahoots with some weird demonic interdimensional entities and shit. And that could be all of our. It could be totally not even a human made problem. It could be humans letting this crap in. Um, yeah. A lot of people believe that, man. Yeah, and I'm just like, <sighs> I think we can do the same thing with good good external divine forces or even just our own souls can can lead us to the good you know like in in the christian guilt way of like freaking out like oh i'm so selfish i'm so i'm worshiping myself now i'm just like well okay maybe i'm not going to take it that far but i'm going to meet in the middle and be like how the fuck can i be a better person or how can i serve and help other people with these weird esoteric things I've learned over the years. And rather, rather than maybe being like, come to me, I'm the guru. Like I'm meditating so hard that like my, my soul, like my Kundalini, me, 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 like I'm just, I want to be like a boots on the ground, like helping humanity now. And the, the Christian thing kind of made me, take that more seriously now okay to to not like at a certain point you like you have to do the inner work if you're doing these new age things it's all about like self-improvement self-development and now i'm just like almost like i need to freaking leave the ashram and and go out into the world more and Mm -hmm. just like just it's not that i don't care about myself anymore but i'm really trying to be less selfish and maybe the, the Christian things kind of brought me there, but um, it's, yeah, it's, it's still just an interesting, like from the start when I'm just like, Hey, this is my witchy co, this is my co-host. She's a real witch. <laughs> like, like yeah. let's talk about spooky shit, like casting spells, man. And now it's like, now I'm just like, we're in the, the battle of good and evil and um, this spiritual war and like, I was going to ask you about that, whether you believed it was spiritual warfare going on, but it sounds like you you absolutely do. And I know you're talking about uh, yeah. the Bible, revelations into time. Now, do you believe that the vax is the mark of the beast? Um, I don't really know. A, a, a very Christian friend was like, no, I just like heard that heard him say this through the grapevine. He was like, no, this is like a dress rehearsal for like the real Mark of the Beast. Um, dress rehearsal. Which okay. would be like some kind of transhumanist, like blockchain. I don't know. I don't really know though. And I'm not, I'm not like dead set on like the book of Revelation, like t- uh, narrative, but I'm like, tr- I'm trying to read it more and read into it more. But it's kind of, it's so abstract and it's just, it's, it's, 
it's telling a story for sure, but mm-hmm. a lot of the, I'm just realizing a lot of the Bible is not li- like literal. Um, but I will say, no, it's you know, not. No, if it's a not. new world order situation happens, which is our, we're on track for that. Like they have the technology ready to go. They have the, the Chinese like social credit system ready to go. People are saying. I heard about that that social credit system. I heard about that a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about it. I think I read a little bit about it. Obviously in China, and is it their people have a, a score, right? And yeah. um, they're they're scored almost like a credit score, but for you for yeah. yourself. And I, I read that they have a technology where you can have an app on your phone, and if someone's social score is lower than yours. Say if you're like a 800 and I'm a 300, then it'll tell you, oh, avoid that guy. <laughs> like you yeah. don't want to have anything to don't even talk to him or some crazy mess. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, um, it's only, it's, it's like what's happening is kind of like, um, I mean, the new world order is kind of like communism in my opinion. Okay. We, we look at what's happened with communism. Um, people get sucked into it and they, they let it happen because they think it, there are these high ideals and we're helping, we're, we're helping the greater good. It's like one, one world, like one, one love, one like human family. And it's like, it's like one cast of fucking like peasants. And then like the freaking few people that get to call the shots that's already happening um kind of today even when you look at like the really the states like california like you said you were living in do you still live in california no no i'm in uh the phoenix area now oh, okay yeah so i'm but i'm sure you know if you lived there like that state has people like gavin newsom these like tech giant these uber rich people who are just gawking and saying the the woke social justice um rhetoric but tied that's tied to like communism that's like the path to communism and you see the think of the most woke person you know like you know like non-binary like uh, like just as far like left as you can go like they're down with all of this stuff they're down with communism right and even like um I don't know. There, there's, there's a lot going on, but like, I see it's like the American spirit of freedom. It's just like saying, fuck you. We do not comply. And if you want to cut me out of your matrix, go right ahead. I'm unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't do, I won't play this game. And if you f- fucking throw me into the wilderness, I'm, I'm trying to be prepared to mm-hmm. survive, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, um, and it's a spiritual war. Like there are really demonic things about um, communism, especially like, you know, you, you have to worship the state basically. And we, I just see people out there that are just like, I F L science. I fucking love science. Like, you know, like trust <laughs> science. that shit is a cult too. And that's just, it's just, it's the same reason I didn't go full Christian. It's because it's like hand over everything, forget your friends, forget your family. They'll probably say you're crazy. Just be a full blown evangelical Christian born again and like give it all up. And it's like, 
they're saying the same crap with the science thing. It's just like, don't question the, the big pharma companies don't question um, anything that the science knows the science. And it's like, um, people just act very culty about it. There's even like the, the mask is like a uniform that you can virtue signal. You can shame people as like impure or like sinners if they aren't, going right so i just see so much manipulation and i'm leaning more on like natural law like what happens what can i see in the world around me right what is like honorable behavior what's truthful behavior what are the what are like the natural consequences for going against nature basically or like um but there's a, a whole whole lot of other other stuff happening right now so it's it just seems like having a podcast is like more crucial now than ever because if especially i mean i i kind of like i'm trying to just go against the narr- the narrative to challenge the narrative and if exactly i'm just so, i'm just soaking up other people's ideas and kind of regurgitating them half the time but i'm not holding i'm not self-censoring and i'm trying to speak the truth one way or the other including spiritual truth like i don't i'm i'm trying to be open about the fact that there are new age to jesus people out there converting and calling us all luciferian um and I want to acknowledge that elephant in the room too. Like we're people are going to be going through this. It's it's more like this end times perspective, but I just see it more as just like like the Wizard of Oz. It's like the the end times are being created by these bullshitters who are just crafting chaos and have to. I mean, I, I'm legitimately concerned about like vaccine safety or danger or whatever plan they have but everybody has to consent to it like they lead you i think i think these illuminati people believe that like if you lead a horse to water like they are leading leading people and then but people say i consent boom right some like is that the mark of the beast you can't hold like I think, and that's kind of natural law too. Like they, they'd be like, "Hey, we gave them warning. We gave them um, symbolic, like warning signs, like in the 2012 Olympics or like movies. Predict, like, there's all these things. But I, I think like people need to um, sort of like exercise their free will right now and say, and just like." not go along with this whatever this is and i try i also i often try to just like treat them like clowns like treat it like like these people are pathetic like i mean bill gates klaus schwab even like political people like nancy pelosi joe biden hillary clinton But even like Trump, I, I I would love to see Trump, you know, <laughs> make a real difference. And I do think the election was probably stolen some way. 
but he, I am very suspicious of him too. He seems like a white white knight and the QAnon thing just like, like it, it woke a lot of people up, but it also in the same way, Christianity is like, sit back, wait, the savior is on their way. Right. Right. What if instead you like, totally change your lifestyle a year ahead of time than you would now that we're in the thick of it, you know, like what if you like, I don't like people had with like the QAnon conspiracy and like the idea that like last year Trump would come back and save everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, Didn't like after, after people realized that that wasn't happening, it's like, then they started doing doing something different then they stopped waiting and maybe started acting so right. i mentioned like a lot of that stuff for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you bought up friends and family uh, a few minutes ago uh do you or your friends and family at least some of them are they in the knowledge or do they think you're crazy or or what um a good amount i've i have no idea like what people say behind my back about it because i wouldn't right. be surprised if they're like what the fuck Um, but the a a few choice people um think it's cool or just know about it but a lot of people think astrology they don't they just think newspaper horoscopes and they're like that's yeah they don't they don't understand it they don't understand it i think they just have what they believe is a, a surface level viewpoint on it but it's uh and i don't know a lot about it myself but uh-huh. Um, for what I do know about the spiritual world, because I, I figure it has to tie into that at some point, or right? Um, yeah, I do know it's a it's a lot of truth, and you know, it, I think a lot of it has to do with your intentions as well, right? You can either yeah. be involved in the light or the dark, and the light and the dark is real. The, the, you know what I believe to be either you know spirits or energy, whatever, whatever you have. Um, but it's important. In my opinion, it's very important to stay grounded in God, in, in the Father, mm-hmm. um, because if if you don't do that, that that darkness can and will will suck you in. You, you can think you're doing a positive thing, a good thing, but if you're not staying grounded, and there's there's several ways to do that, but if you're not staying grounded in the Father, then you have to be very careful because uh, your, your outcomes may be <laughs> not what you expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. And, and it's morality too. I mean, it's like, there's people like Alistair Crowley out there mm-hmm. who like said, do it, do it thou will. And I've never, ascri- I've never ascribed to that consciously, but like, what about when you are, when you think you're just like, I don't know, just like doing it, you have to take it above that. Just like do what thou will. Cause a lot of spiritual things is just like, yeah, whatever. Just, just like feel good and have fun and like be crazy, do whatever the heck you want. And I'm kind of like, where does that lead you? I mean, mm. ultimately you want to be on the good side of things and like leave the world a better place than when you found it, you know? And like, I don't know. There's, and it's just, we don't know what we're dealing with really, but um, I still think 
I don't know. I'm, st- I'm, I'm moving like I'm moving more towards being okay with all of it, with, with astrology and all of it. But tr- just like I said, trying extra hard now to only use it as a positive thing, you know, and only kind of, and just use it as a, a roadmap in this crazy world we're in. Cause like, I don't know, even if I totally renounced it and like renounce all these spiritual things that, that they would say is Luciferian, like, I don't know what the hell I would be doing. I would just be like sitting around waiting to die and go, mm-hmm. to, you know, and that's, that, that's just fucked up. I think that's like, like it there's is. so much truth in Christianity and like, I don't, I don't know the, the the real story of Jesus or the real um, historic thing or whatever. I don't know if the Romans just made it up as a state religion to, and that's what, that's the crazy thing too. Cause like Protestant um, or like uh, evangelical, like biblical Christians will just sit and go on and on and on about the Catholic church, about how it's horrible but I'm like, that's the back. That's the, that's why you have your Bible. Like, so if <laughs> if they're if they're so questionable, if they're so nefarious, why do you, why do you worship? Or why do you still read their book? I guess or like like, I that's that really. Um, and and I was raised Catholic too, so that's my like cultural mm-hmm. thing too. And it was, it, you know, like trust me, many problems with the Catholic Church, but just I, I find it weird that Christians, you know, will just say this was all invented by the Catholic Church. I'm like, well, then you're you're still a part of it. Like you're not separating <laughs> that foundation. They started this thing, <laughs> and they they started it in the Roman Empire, you know, and. I think there's truth and goodness in this world. And I think living the Christian path and trying to be a good Christian is a fail proof path for sure. But like all this other stuff that doesn't fall in that category is still here. We, the planets are still above us and like, the creator made this world a certain way and us occult people or new age people are interfacing that as humans. And like, I don't know. I think the Christian argument is like, Jesus is it. If it ain't Jesus, it's the devil. That's exactly. That's exactly their argument. And it's kind of a compelling argument. You, you literally, as a human, we have two sides of our brains. We can category, we can polarize anything we want. And it's just like, I don't know. Like if I, if I wasn't an astrologer, how would I be a public, how would I be blabbing about the new world order and the evil shit that's happening in the world? Like, um, so I don't know. I, I, I have the, I, I know we're in like a big transition in the history of this planet and just like human, the human timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's possible that like the, the epic like Christian battle of good and evil that they describe is happening. Mm-hmm. But I think if you looked at another culture, they would have some type of apocalyptic 
story oh, yeah. to tell what's happening. Right. Um, and like, there's a million different ways to look at it, but I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to just <laughs> ride the wave and like figure out the best way to navigate these times. And for me, like if I were to just renounce everything, um, cause I thought it was Luciferian or something that would be, uh, giving up a lot, you know, a lot of stuff that's really been important to me. And, and I didn't choose this life or, or I didn't, well, I, I didn't like, I just feel like a lot of this is fate. The, like the, the reason that I can even do astrology is quite, kind of like because of the way my weird brain works, you know, and it's just like, uh, it's kind of a gift in a way. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that to fluff myself at all. It's more of like a burden at this point. I'm like, I've, I've been t- telling this story of what's happening with the planets for like almost three years. And now when people need it more than ever, almost like, I don't want to just back out because like the new age to Jesus people made me think it was satanic. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I mean, I almost recommend anyone goes down that rabbit hole and just be like, why do they say this? Do I uh, agree with this? And I, I, I don't, I think the Christian people themselves kind of turned me off more than the actual material, like the Bible. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep reading the Bible and try to, hear like alternative ideas and, and also just focus on what I think is morality. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And yes, sir. cause even like I was up, I was with these people, these occult people who really say, do what thou will. Like they don't, maybe they don't preach it, but at the core, that's what they're living. That's what they're living for. And okay. I mean, that's what Alistair Crowley said. And like, look what he Look what he turned into, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's an ongoing like thing for me and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep it going. Like on my most recent interviews, this is what I bring up with the guests. I'm like, Hey, I just had this new age Christian rabbit hole. The Christians were saying this. What do you think about that? Like I'm, I'm asking other people, what do you say? What do you think about this idea that they're giving us, do you think that's valid? Why or why not? Um, and even like with you, mm-hmm. I'm just bringing it up. Cause so that's kind of like the most recent path I'm on and gotcha. my most up-to-date thing is no, I, I didn't convert to that and I didn't have the religious experience where I joined that group and I, I take on their worldview and I, um, but I still want to talk about it and I want to address it because if people think we're in the end times, that's a huge thing to talk about or think about. And it's going <laughs> to, it's going to draw people towards Christianity, which I don't even care. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Do, like I was going to say, do what thou will. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it coming out. <laughs> do what No, I would say, do what like makes you feel God. I was waiting to feel, I was waiting for, Damn, like, I like that. I was waiting to feel and I was praying to God. I was saying, God, show me the truth, please. Yeah. Please, over and over and over. And it just led me to back. back I mean, 
it didn't lead me to to conversion to right so it i feel like i did my due diligence for now but like oh yeah man no, no doubt man you know like i said earlier i think you know people are exactly where they're supposed to be and it seems, it sounds like you you know went through that and it sounds like you're you're going back in the direction of um esoteric and, and astrology doing your thing so um that that's good man i mean by helping others you're you're helping yourself right yeah i mean and i don't think there's anything selfish in that it's all to me it's all about your intent and yeah. um you, you're trying to do what you believe to be your truth and th there you have it man um that that's awesome you know i wanted to ask you um what are your thoughts and th this may be just kind of outside of everything here but um what are your thoughts of um or your views on psychedelics and spiritual evolution yeah i mean psychedelics were like always my thing <laughs> i was that guy in high school i was like a hippie in high school like mm -hmm. just that it's just weird a lot of people a lot of people will take a psychedelic and it's really intense and they're like i will never do that again but i the type of person where i take it and i'm like give me more 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 and it's not even in an addictive way it's just like i want to go back that there i want yeah experience yeah. that that i want to change my consciousness you know mm -hmm. um so it's like a it's been a huge part of what got me on this path that i'm on um the first time i did them was in high school and i was kind of like i was kind of like a crazy troublemaking teen but i didn't I didn't end up in jail. So like, but I was just like, <laughs> like reckless. And, um, but along the way I was just like doing mushrooms and acid and it was just like all, all about it, you know? And, um, and these, so what, what's going on with them though. And then, you know, the new age to Jesus will, pe people will say, opens up the doors for demons to come in, you know? Right. right. I think there's a, there's a kernel of truth in that too. You, that's, po I think that's possible. I, oh, think, I agree. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like it makes you more psychic. It may, it opens you up to think to what's going on, what's swirling around in the ethers that we don't really understand. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not, it's hard to say like exactly where I stand on them, but I just know most trips are like not always pleasant. I would say you usually have to like struggle through certain things that come up mm -hmm. and um, whether or not that's like, a good thing or not kind of depends on the situation and it's 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 just like yet another thing that i'm hesitant these days to like promote you know mm -hmm. because i don't really like especially with things like dmt i'm hearing more 
more criticism of that stuff. Like, so I don't, I guess I was, I don't know, but it certainly gives you spiritual experience, you know, and whether or not, um, everyone should experience that. I don't know, you know, like, right. May not be for everybody. Yeah. I'm definitely perplexed. And I, I, I don't think it's just pure bad news, but I think, um, people need to be careful. Absolutely. I agree. People definitely need to be careful. I think, uh, maybe like, uh, how you use astrology as a tool. I think they can be used as a tool yeah. um, as long as they're being used for, um, uh, to help to eat, whether it be help self or others. Right. Uh, in fact, I do know now <clears throat> they are using, um, psychedelics clinically in microdoses, yeah. microdosing it, you know, and, and it, it's shown great promise. Um, I had an experience myself earlier this year in March where I did a, uh, a three-day ay- ayahuasca ceremony. Oh, nice. And that was my first time ever doing any type of psychedelic. And, okay. uh, man, it was it was something else, man. Um, it, it was needed. Um, so I did it here in Arizona, went down to uh, Tucson, uh, outside in the desert for three nights. Uh, nice. The sh- shaman and his crew, and it's probably about 40 or 50 of us total. And uh, without doubt, life changing for me, man. Um, you know, best way for me to describe it is I walk with God for three nights in the desert. Yeah, you know, um, wasn't easy. But I tell you what, after doing that, um, my mindset is like I can do anything because what I experienced really um, opened my conscience, if you will, and uh, a lot was revealed. I had a lot of visions. Um, it was uh man, just life changing, man. So um, not not something I want to go do like, oh yeah, let's go do it again next month. But yeah, I, I, I definitely want to do it again. Maybe like once a year, once every couple of years, something like that. But you you have to be careful because um, a lot of people get to the point where they're dependent on it, and if you have to depend on that to have a spiritual connection, uh, I, I don't think that's healthy. You know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Like um, <laughs> you asked about meditation too, like. But like, 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 I think I did a, lo- a lot of psychedelics when I was younger, and then when I was in my twenties, I did them one like once in a while. But I think in my twenties, I was like, "How do I do this without chemicals?" You know. So I was like trying to do meditation, or just really trying to like go on the art- artistic path too, because that for me is like a spiritual thing. It's like a vocation. But it, that's great that um, you had a really positive experience with it. And I couldn't imagine like going into ayahuasca without any, like, so you never did like acid or mushrooms before that? Never, never. I've never done, I had never did any type of psychedelic. That's pretty hardcore. Cause like I've never done Man. ayahuasca. So I, I and, and I'm kind of scared to do that weirdly, even though I've done a ton of, acid and mushrooms um but i will say too that like during covid (laughs) i did a lot of mushrooms um and i do think those were really positive experiences because like Mm -hmm. you know every it was during lockdown i got laid off from a job i was just chilling and like my group of friends was these guys from Argentina who 
are really into like electronic music, like kind of like house music. And Mm -hmm. we were just like fucking bonding, you know, like it's just like homies, you know, and we were like, I was kind of new friends with them and we're from a different culture, but we were just, they were used to doing that stuff. It's popular in their country. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, like electronic music is popular there for sure. And so they were like DJing with like the DJ things and like having like the lights low. And they were just like, there was like electronic music in the background and we ate them and we were like, just, I was basically just on the floor, you know, on my back with my eyes closed most of these times. And then we would like come out of it and kind of be like, yo, I saw, I saw this vision or I saw this shit. Um, and it was mostly positive. I, but even in those, I had some dark visions at that point. And there was weird synchronicities mm-hmm. and weird, like we would like say something and like the light would flicker or something like that. <laughs> weird shit like that. So who, yeah. and like who, that's what you don't really know. I, I think, um, I think you can like, blast open your aura or something and just let some like leeching negative energy into your your aura or something sometimes so i think like i don't i don't know it's but the 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 last couple times i've done mushrooms it's it's kind of just like trying to trying to be very trying to just like let them do the work on you and sort of just being like not trying to control anything and letting them kind of heal you because the thing about mushrooms is they like i feel like they like it's very physical it's like you feel it like in your body um and it feels like your nervous system is kind of like reconfiguring itself and so it's kind of like restarting your hard drive or something or just like resetting a little bit but i'd be lying if i like i i still don't know if it's bad to if it's just dangerous or bad to do or whatever or too risky to really promote but I've, right right I've, tri- I've tripped several times in my life so <laughs> <All right. laughs> you have you ever had a conversation with your higher self um I, I did. That's why I asked. And, I'm, and if you did, I'm just curious to, to know. It's hard to say. You, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say just like if, if something came forward and said, hello, I'm your higher self. Let's talk. Like, hmm. but I've had, like, I, I believe in, um, like, having i don't know i kind of it's like how do you it's like is it like your guardian angel or something or like some it's just like something like higher i try to connect with it as often as possible Mm -hmm. and um but i don't think i've had a conversation more so it's just like i'm trying to um connect i guess but but i haven't had the experience of like hearing communicate or like receiving communication from it Right. So, so I, I did during my ayahuasca experience, right? So it was an observation I had mm-hmm. of a conversation with self and higher self. Uh-huh. So 
you know, thinking about that, thinking through that, that's, you know, three, three different things, right? Like me, whatever I was at that point, observing this conversation with myself and my higher self. And when I thought through that, I thought about the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And for some reason that resonates and that ties into that. How? I don't know, but um, I believe it does. And uh, again, it was this observation of a conversation and it was like my higher self was telling myself or lower self, whatever, what I need to do and why I do what I do, or I should say the decisions I've made that maybe didn't align with the father's plan for my life, why I made those decisions, if if that makes sense, right? But it yeah. was just this observation and 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 the higher self, it was just it just knew like it knew everything about me. It was just like, and this is why you did this, this is why you did that. It wasn't chastising. Right. Yeah. But it was it came from a, a, a place of concern and love, if you will. Yeah. And in a certain extent, it was like, OK, you need to get your shit together in this area of your life and you need to do this. And this is how you go about doing it like that. And it was like this freaking 20 minute conversation, man, that I observed. And it just like I, I didn't even know it was happening at first. I, after a, a, maybe a minute or two, I was like, damn, that's me talking to me. Like, what the hell? It was yeah. it was crazy. After all, I was, you know, doing a psychedelic. But um unlike any other experience, man, it was, it was just, and, and like, it, it's crazy as it sounds, or it may not sound crazy to you because you know about the spiritual world. I remember every aspect of that conversation and I don't have a good memory, man. It's just like something that's like yeah. just implanted in me now or something. I don't know. That's awesome. So what did it tell you? Right. Maybe that's too personal, but I'm kind of just curious. No, not at all. In fact, man, I have a video on my uh, on my YouTube channel, Hidden Gateway Podcast uh, YouTube uh-huh. channel, and where I, I did like a, a half an hour video uh, in the in the hotel room uh, where I was at because we would go oh, to the man. desert at about seven p.m. at night, and we would stay there till about seven in the morning when the ceremony was over. And so I would go, I, then I would go to the hotel for the day. And what I did, I, I completely cut off from the world. I told my wife people. I was like, Hey, I'm turning my phone off for three days. And so while I'm at the hotel. Um, I, I meditated and I took a couple spiritual books with me as well. Cause I just really wanted to be in the spirit. And, and I, I started doing inter- intermittent fasting in 2020 and like the spirit spoke to me when I was on my way there to Tucson, about a two hour drive. And it, you know, it, it, I was instructed to fast. And so I fasted for three, three days, right. In my entire time there. But, um, just circling it back to your question, what did it say? Um, man, it, it, I'm just trying to, trying to find the words to, to put it in a nutshell. And if, and those words would be, this is what you must do in order to fulfill the father's plan for your life. Pretty much telling me that the father has a plan for your life. Not that I'm special. It's a plan for everybody, yeah. you know? But I've just gotten to a point in my life where I am now aware, you know, compared to maybe two, three years ago, I wasn't. Right. But again, the spirit spoke my higher self and said, okay, this is what's necessary. This is what you must do to fulfill this plan that the father has for you. And um, the Hidden Gateway po- uh, podcast is part of that plan. Yeah. Um, talking to you today is a part of that plan, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, what I'll, what I'll do, man, I'll, I'll be sure to uh, send you the link uh, to yeah, that video, cool. man. You, you, you may find it pretty interesting man again life changing man but i mean you 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 know where i'm coming from man you yeah you've done the, the psychedelics before so um good stuff um dan I have a couple more questions for you man then i'm gonna let you go i know it's uh i think you're about an hour ahead of me but i want to get your your thoughts on two things uh the mandela effect and also i heard you talk about npcs before i want you to tell me what those are and and, and kind of go dive into that a bit as well yeah the mandela effect you know, it's not something I'm really like an expert on by any means. Um, mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. It's basically um, certain things. It's very synchronistic. It's um, certain things in this reality that are different than what we remember that what the masses remember them as. Mm-hmm. And it gets the, the Mandela effect comes from Nelson Mandela who Mm -hmm. people remember as dying in prison, like in the eighties or something Mm -hmm. because he was in prison and then he was released. And then he, you know, I'm not even an expert on Nelson Mandela, but I just know he didn't die in prison and tons of people have that memory. There's lots of like pop culture things that people remember one way and then it's just different. Um, It's kind of this like, matrixy perspective that like there's multiple timelines there's multiple like it's kind of like a weird physics thing like time travel and just like people think that i think they've put it on cern before cern is the hat the collider in europe Mm -hmm. yep um and i and and so like and there's weird things because one of the main people in the Mandela effect is Sally Fields, who had a, the famous quote, like, you, I don't even know what it was. It was like, you, you like me, you really, really like me or something. Like, there's that quote that she said, like, at the Oscars or something. Yeah. And it's totally different. Um, and I'm doing a bad job of describing this case, but like her brother works at CERN. (laughs) So like there's all these weird things with Hollywood, like uh, Disney movies, like um, in Snow White, the, the, the witch or the queen say mirror 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 on the wall. You know, we thought it was mirror, mirror on the wall, but it's magic mirror on the wall. Magic mirror. This is crazy, man. That that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I wasn't really that big into that when I was a kid, but I, I saw it and knew of it. And I, I yeah. know for a fact, man, it was mirror, mirror on the wall. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> so there's a lot of like, I think it, I think the Mandela effect ties into like what's going on with CERN and people don't okay. know what they're messing with. Um, and CERN like, yeah. So it, it's kind of like, playing into the, the, this version, this view of reality as like a matrix, you know, and that, you know, there's different timelines and that things can get adjusted. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, definitely a mysterious thing when you go down the rabbit hole and, and look at it. I'm not, I don't put a ton of my attention towards it. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely did for a minute there, but it's kind of one of those weird internet urban legend type things where, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's weird. 
Um, but I don't put a whole lot of weight onto that. And then you asked about the, the NPC thing. Yeah, that's something I, I learned about, um, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. I, I didn't do a whole lot of research on it. I really don't know a whole lot about it. So I wanted to, to ask you about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like For me, it's just like a slang term. Um, okay. Kind of, so NPC stands for non-player character. Um, right. And that's just the idea that like, if you're the main character, you're conscious, sentient, you're at, you're holding the controller. You're the main character of this narrative in life in the, in a video game metaphor. Um, so like, I think of it as a metaphor and a slang and it's kind of a derogatory slang because it's like, I'm conscious, I'm awake, whatever I'm aware. So I'm this main character, I'm the hero. And all these people that are have their blinders on and are in autopilot mode and not aware or not conscious are literally just pro. Like if you were playing like Grand Theft Auto, there's like tons of people that are just part of the simulation. So mm-hmm. it's a der- it's a derogatory slang word to me, where you're just saying like they're so unaware, they're so it's so brainwashed that they're not even really like a main character they're just like um walking around part of the program and i I think some people use that being like literally half the the people we see out there are literally just part of the simulation kind of of this world like they don't have souls they're just programmed right that's kind of how i understood it to be yeah you're saying you don't you don't believe it that way you think it's how you first described yeah, I don't believe it that way. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those weird things. Like, but um, I think it's more like I use it as just a derogatory <laughs> slang term. Okay. But some people really think that way. That like, you know, and it's it's come up more of just like I mean. I'm not even like anti-vax. Like, I don't care if you got the vaccine. I don't, and I really don't want to treat you any differently if you did, because that's fucked up. And that's part of the psyop, I think. But like, you know, like when people were just getting the vax, getting the jabs, wearing the masks and just being like, dude, tell me what to do. Like, like (laughs) just people that are just asleep to this grand (laughs) conspiracy. Yeah. it's very easy to just write them off and be like, they don't have a soul. They don't. Okay. They're total idiots, which I, I do that a lot. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I talk about people in that way a lot, but I'm of the belief that like, they're just disconnected from God or they're disconnected from okay. spirit in a way, which tons of people huh. are. And you don't have to be like just a, tr- a typical like COVID idiot person. Like you could just be like, I don't know, a workaholic or like a alcoholic. You could just be on like numbing yourself and distracting yourself watching Netflix. Like that will keep you just numb and just like in autopilot. But if, if you take the spiritual path, like it, it puts you in the main character position, but it also makes your life way more hard too. Like if you can't just numb yourself like that or, or remain blissfully ignorant. I think it's just, that's like, 
we see a lot of people out there like that. And it's, it's like people like you and me are try, probably trying to just like wake people up. Um, and the, I just do that by like being myself on my podcast, but rarely like I've, t- I always say I have tons of NPC friends, like <laughs> they're still my friends, and, but I don't even like tr- try to, um, wait. Like I don't try to force it. They'll, they'll wake right. up. They want to wake up. It's, it's the same thing. I'm dealing with this, like people that have like substance abuse problems too. It's like, mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not going to wake you up out of your like addiction either. Like I'll be there for you to help you, but like you have to make that choice. It's, it's on you as the individual, you know, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with like spiritual or conspiracy things. It's like, yeah, a lot of people would rather not think about nefarious agendas and evil shit. Right. But I would argue that, it's at our doorstep now and we have to like, it's affect. it's actually affecting your life now. Like in our face, man, you, yeah. you may have been vaccinated just because of like, you were coerced into it. If, if the conspiracy thing is real, like knowing about conspiracies would have maybe prevented you from ha- from making that decision. And I don't even know shit about what's in the vaccine. If they're really that bad, I don't know, but I know that I f- will not fuck around with that. <laughs> you don't know what's in it, but you won't mess around with that. I, I mean, man. if you would have asked me in 2006, <laughs> hey, if the government rolls out a, a mandatory vaccine that the masses have to take in 2006, as a teenager, I would be like, that's that's the plan. That's all the plan. I, kn- I knew it. I knew about this. But it just uh-huh. took that long for them to really get to this point in their their plan, you know. Mm-hmm, Conspiracy mm-hmm. people have been talking about it this whole time. So, like, yeah. hey, I, like I said, I don't, I'm not on a mission to wake people up that don't want to get woken up, and I don't even mm-hmm. like, I don't know the, the tr- I don't know the the absolute truth either. I could be wrong about all of this, you know. Like Fauci could be a, a good person trying to help the world. That's portrayed. I don't believe that, but I admit that I'm right. Could be wrong, you know. Right, right. I don't really know. Um, I feel you, but yeah, like, and I'm trying. I I want to back away from like even like using like NPC is a great way to describe people that are being really dense and not conscious. But like, I'm trying to also just avoid the dividing, the separating of people based on stuff like this, like vaxxed or unvaxxed. Like Mm -hmm. if I cut, if I cut all the vaxxed people out of my life, I would be standing alone, which is right. But I just don't talk. I I dance around the issue and it's brought up in conversation. Like Mm -hmm. if people want to know my true opinions, they could follow my pod, like my podcast. Social media is kind of like, where I just go un- unhinged conspiracy stuff. Gotcha. And just, right. I, I'm like frantically putting memes out almost. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm doing something to like spread awareness, but like tons of people unfollow me all the time for that. And I'm mm. like, I don't really care, but in my everyday conversation, like I can kind of tell when people are willing to entertain 
certain ideas and I know when to keep my mouth shut. And I like from the, from my Christian, like Christian rabbit hole. I'm like, I just want to be a good person. Now I don't want to treat people. I don't want to just say they're a fucking NPC and just and dehuman. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because you never know when the NPC is going to wake up and be like, Oh, sh- like, Holy shit. Like wh- it happens all the time and it's, ha- it happened in mass. Like some of the people yeah. that I've connected with who really inspire me were asleep until 2020, you know? So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of wild how that works. So I, I, I don't believe that NPCs have no soul and it's just like a slang internet word that I throw around, but honestly kind of want to, I would ba- I would totally stop calling people NPCs if it wasn't such a great description to describe people. <laughs> All right, but, that's funny. But I want to like I I like I said I do want to be be a nice nice guy <laughs> and not not let the divide because the divide and conquer is part of their plan. You know they yeah want, All right they want there us to fucking argue with our family members at Thanksgiving. They want us to getting debates at the water cooler at work and hate mm-hmm. each other. And it's like, why don't we just fucking hate them and not like the so-called awake people fall for that. You know, like we're falling for it by being like, maybe not everybody, but I've certainly just been like these fucking vaxxed COVID libtard idiot. Like, Love Dr. Fauci, science, science nerd, <laughs> piece of shit, people. But I'm, really, I just want to be like, they felt for a psyop. We all fall for psyops. Like, I almost fell for the Christian psyop in a way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dan, this has been great, man. One final request for you, man. Yeah. Every guest that comes on the Hidden Gateway podcast, I ask everyone to leave our listeners with uh, words of wisdom, whether it be one minute to three minutes, man, just something that our listeners can take with them going forward. Um, You can just, you know, whatever comes to heart, uh, maybe something based off your experiences with the spiritual world or even what's going on in, in the world today. Yeah, totally. Um, The way I would answer that kind of would depend on the day you ask me. But like today, as I was saying with you, I would just say it's really cliche, which is like question everything. And um, especially question what you're actively involved in. Like I was actively involved in the occult, the esoteric, the new age, astrology, the woo-woo, conspiracy, and like ask yourself, like ask yourself like the, those hard questions is what I'm doing demonic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and, and don't, I would say like, don't avoid thinking about that you i would say address it you know it's it's down there especially if like like you and me if we were raised there that programming is deep you know it doesn't go away um and it's 
there's good sides of that programming. Like, so like Christian people generally want to be good people. And I'm, and even my parents were like, probably, I think, I think they just took us to church because they wanted us to be good people. And it's like, it Mm. probably worked in many ways versus people that didn't, um, never had that programming. Maybe their programming was the freaking TV, you know? Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, and we live in a world where like the human, the human being is always being programmed with like, that's how our brains work. We pick up on things socially and we pick up on culture and, um, some of it goes really deep. So, um, I think (laughs) just try to like question everything and then level up as much as you can because nice that's kind of i mean that was my problem with and with the christian thing is like they were not they were so meek and um passive and submissive to something external um that it like I was like like I said I was right at the edge and I was like if I do this what am I going to do the rest of my life wake up and and pray and wait like I literally felt like I was just waiting to die to go to, to wow. heaven back to God and it's like what are, what is the point of challenges in this world and like like I said the astrology I have no fr- flipping clue how it works or why it works. But when it works, it's like it's like you're getting a uh, something is being decoded in reality, and you know the path forward. You get to use your skills to advance forward. Like like with the astrology, I said there was something really unpleasant that happened to me that it was really stressful last week. But in my fall forecast, I timed it to last week, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was trying to ignore astrology. Now it happened. It's real. What do I do with that information? And it's like these bad things that happen to it, these bad challenges that happen to us when chaos comes in, when evil comes in, when something destructive comes in, how do you, how, what tools do you have to address it? And like, how can you, use it to kind of evolve. So this was like the most challenging thing. It's like the new age path is just like evolve, advance, like grow, Mm -hmm. let your light shine brighter. Right. Damn. That's pretty awesome. I want to do that here. Yes, sir. Christian perspective is like, that's worshiping yourself. That's Lucifer. That's the snake. You're going to be like God. That's what they, the snake said in the garden. You're going to be like yeah. God. And so I'm just saying like, there's so many freaking um, trap doors and things that can lead you astray. And I'm, I'm more and more just realized, like I'm more treating this life like a game and like an incarnation. It's almost like mm. an escape room. Like I, I was mm-hmm. in an escape room 
for work, which is like where you go in and there's like, you have to like find clues. Yeah. Right. Feeling like planet earth is an escape and like, um, I challenge people to look in the Christian corner if they're in the new age, because Mm. I think that will level you up. Mm. You're going to have to deal with the mindset that everything you're doing is satanic. You have to like, they lay out a pretty good argument, a very dualistic. This side is good. This side is bad. You're on the bad side. Then you like the process of, questioning that there's like the the by the binary it is possible to freaking form a third option that like connects the two the two polar opposites um and that's what i'm really trying to do i'm I'm literally cherry picking what's good about the new age what's bad about the new age discarding what's bad about it i don't want people to be like alistair crowley okay (laughs) (laughs) and then take the good stuff of christianity which is like family like being good just trying to trying to be good all the time trying not to be selfish all the time because on that new age side you can be like worship like i'm the guru like come into my like freaking cult or like And so somewhere in the middle, like you can take these really real, like new age things. We're in, we're here, we're in this freaking escape room (laughs) and there's, there's, there's archetypes and there's forces that the creator put here for some reason. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a mystery. I freaking bow to the mystery. I don't have, I know nothing is what is like conclusion but there's all these there's this shit that you can't ignore which the new age reveals it unlocks it says hey there's these planets there's these key concepts there's fate there's karma there's probably past lives and then you can take some of that and then take some of the christian things and be like i'm gonna be of service to others i'm gonna forgive people I'm gonna love my enemies and like try to be like Jesus. Like I, I feel like it's possible to do both of those things, but the new age to Christian people will tell you otherwise. And the new age people might tell you otherwise too. There's a lot of hostility because a lot of people have mm-hmm. religious trauma and they're like, don't, don't give me none of that. Like, I was traumatized by religion, blah, blah, blah. But the mm-hmm. amoral side of new age, the occult side, that is the shit that the Illuminati does. They say, do what thou will. They'll be like, ah, right. I'll lead them to the vaccine shot. It's not my hands are clean. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is part of the new age. Do it. That's on that side of the duality. So like, I'm just mm-hmm. encouraging people to try to level up by like overcoming that, duality and, and that's just where i'm at right now it's like who i i don't know where i'll be a month or a year from now but that's what's been on my mind and luckily like i said i didn't renounce anything and i that that's just my new perspective so i guess i'll leave it perfect perfect man
that that's that's awesome man that that is your truth and uh we appreciate you for sharing that with us thank you so much so where can uh where can we find you man um website social media yeah um social media um my instagram is at cosmic underscore keys underscore podcast twitter is at cosmic keys 777 um if you just look on like Spotify or Apple or mo- most of the podcast platforms, uh, just look up the cosmic keys podcast and it has like a black logo. Um, and that's mostly it. My, I've kind of been neglecting the website a little bit. Um, and Oh, and I should also also mention I'm on Rockfin, which is yes, like a yes. premium, like video platform. So, um, before I took a break, I was putting up uh, like video astrology forecasts that have the chart that kind of like is a vis- visual aid to what I'm talking about. Um, and on and, and in those cases, I was basically kind of giving like a weather report of the week ahead, uh, okay. of like what the planets are doing and what to expect, blah blah blah. Um, and so I'm getting back into that. I, I just I just moved, and I, my it's Mercury retrograde. There's been a lot of changes, and I'm. Pr- I think I'm going to probably have an interview up this week that we record. Um, that we're recording right now this week, and um, nice. Yeah, but but as I kind of went over with you, I was kind of on a break at a crossroads and mm-hmm. laying things out, and I'm kind of coming out the other side of it, and yeah, really just trying to just like you said, like you had the the communication from your higher self to do your podcast, you know, I feel very much the same. It's kind of like a duty. And there's, there's been times where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like this is too heavy. Like, why do I have to talk about these things? (laughs) But now I I feel it's more of a duty. So I'm I'm ready to come back at it and navigate the, the apocalypse really. So there you go. Good work, man. Well, as I said, man, I appreciate what you're doing with your podcast, man. And to the listeners of the Hidden Gateway podcast here, I I highly recommend you all check Dan out, thecosmickeys.com. Great conversations with great guests. And Dan, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to be with us here on the Hidden Gateway podcast. And to our listeners, we really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Hidden Gateway. Remember, you can stay connected with us through thehiddengateway.com. You can also join the discussion on Insta- Instagram, hidden underscore gateway. And as always, if you would like to speak with us, just shoot us an email, support at thehiddengateway.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. A lot of great videos on there. So this is going to conclude this week's episode. Dan, thank you again. Until next time, everybody, stay positive, stay questioning, Be love and be free. The Hidden Gateway, out.